0: Welcome to the Blooming League of Original Podcasts.
1: G'day! Summer Down Under has kicked in and it's stinking hot here in Melbourne, but we're about to turn up the heat. Welcome to Thrash and Treasure, the torture chamber musical podcast that pits me, Aaron, against my mate here, Gareth. How are you
0: doing this week? I'm hot. Well, that's uh, up for debate. <laughs> I'm doing great because it's summer and I love summer. As long as the sun doesn't touch my skin, I'm happy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. would burn up, wouldn't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whereas like, I, I hiss at the sun,
0: <laughs> and then I hide. There's worse places to be. Let's be honest.
1: No, it's it's all good. Yeah, but apart from dying in the heat, mm-hmm. about three four a.m. last night, I decided to shave my head and
2: okay. absolutely.
1: No reason at all, I gave myself a mohawk, all right. just for the sake of it. I haven't done that in a few years, but uh, I did it myself, so it's less of a mohawk, more of a question mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boom, boom. Uh, yes, but uh, other than that, um, no, I don't think I have any, I have nothing to complain about. Nothing to complain weird. about. So the earth is going to end any minute, let's just say mm. that. Uh, I could look, look. I could complain about all the people complaining at the moment,
2: mm. but, that's... Uh, but
1: I, I'll save that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you gave me a, yet another a metal album this week—an actual metal album.
0: Oh, finally! Why do
1: you hate it so much?
0: <laughs> you said you had nothing to complain about. I'm I'm waiting for the glowing. Oh no, I do though. The glowing positivity. Okay.
1: Me new totally. Good on us, dickheads. Oh. Cliff Richard released an album two months ago. or well, not even, like a month and a half ago. Wow, okay. And I only just read that a, a, probably about an hour ago, and I'm like, oh, shit. Because Bonnie Tyler had um, done a, a single on it, and I was reading about Bonnie Tyler. Wow. Because I was on yet another that's, Wikipedia rabbit hole.
0: That's um, That's random, Bonnie Tyler on a Cliff Richard album, isn't it? That's a bit random. I don't know. Yeah, well then... 15 years fun. Mm. So not that random.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: But there you go. So, there you go. Metallica there... will
1: work with the symphony.
0: Yeah. And Lady Gaga. So.
1: And Lady Gaga. Yeah. And Lady Gaga will sing with Tony Bennett. So, yeah. look, anything can happen in the world of music, like me, perhaps liking a metal album for mm. change.
0: Uh, so, would you like to hear my review? I would love to. What's the. Point of being here, if I don't hear your review.
1: Um, well, hearing it is one thing; listening is another. <laughs> Let's test that theory, shall we? Okay. When I first saw the cover, <laughs> I thought, ah. Oh. oh, hang on. No, before hmm. before I get into my usual review, I should say what album you gave me, which you gave me Slayer. I did. Rain in Blood. Yes. And um, yeah. So when I first saw the cover, I thought, ah, oh, this isn't Buffy. Where's Anthony Stewart head? Oh. That would have been perfect timing because in three weeks' time, I will be celebrating 10 years since I collaborated with Dark Horse and Joss Whedon and had my work featured in Buffy season 8 okay. the season finale. Oh shit, has it been 10 years already? Where was I? Wait, where was I? All oh, right, Slayer, <laughs> which come to think of it, is very much a word which exists outside of Buffy much like how the words quality, integrity, and comedy exist outside of this podcast. Mm. Far away. Like, so far away. This is true. It's not even funny. (laughs) Anyways, I promised last week that if I was given a proper actual thrush album, that I would automatically give it three stars. So I do. Now. (laughs) But, lo and behold, upon my research... I discovered that Slayer has a reputation following them. A reputation of accusations that they feature Nazi imagery and possible nazisistic sympathies. And I was like, hang on a minute. Episode one, I'm tricked into hating an album full of racial wars and land rights riots. Mm. And now he takes advantage of my kindness and tricks me into giving three stars to something which has been accused of being Nazi propaganda. (laughs) What sort of (laughs) sick game are you playing, Gareth? Evil. Well, yeah, tell me about it. Well, yet again, the village idiot will outwit the leading Lothario. Three stars to begin. But minus two stars for a song about that dickwad Joseph Melengale. The other... Auschwitz Nazi doctor with the eponymous song and track one, Angel <laughs> of Death. Ah, oh, Angel was in Buffy. And mm. Angel too. So for that reason, another minus one and a half, just cause. Minus another two for the song Necrophilia.
0: Uh, that's necrophobic. Oh, is it? Yeah. So...
1: Oh, whoops, I was thinking about my last gig.
0: Oh. Ooh.
1: Anyway... But then plus two for the ripping guitar riffs throughout as they seemed slightly more discernible among the rubble. Mm -hmm. But then minus one, because I could barely understand half of the lyrics, (laughs) even with two surround sounds plugged in, which created enough bass to knock my useless pop culture tchotchkes over. And if my figures of Lord Voldemort had a nose, they would be squashed by now. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, even if I did know what awful atrocities are being described slash shouted at me, I'm not sure I'd want to know. Like the song Pandemic, because what the world needs right now is more exposure to anything with that title, which grants them another minus one. But fractions confuse my tiny brain. So plus half a point. But whilst Gareth delivered on the thrush front, mm. God try saying that ten times fast. <laughs> but whilst Gareth delivered on the thrush front, his sneakiness warrants them another minus two. Plus, the song Piece by Piece, whilst fittingly headbang-worthy, was in fact not the Kelly Clarkson song of the same name, so minus another point. But even without paying attention to the controversial lyrics, I did get my 80s fuck you mum and dad sound, which reminds me of the good times back in the late 80s, early 90s. So that deserves two points. And... I'll grant another three points for each time I was told to TURN the BLOODY racket DOWN! Wow. But, ultimately, that was my fault, so minus one for that. So to round up, there were some delicious guitar licks, but overall, even if the controversies didn't exist, I'm not sure I'd be hailing Slayer anytime soon. Wow. I'd maybe hail them a cab, but only if I was feeling nice. They say that in every generation there is a chosen band, but this is not it. And you may say the mighty Slayer, but I say meh, the alrighty Slayer. No. As for my score, I hope you were keeping up because I failed maths three years in a row before they kicked me out.
0: I, th- I think you gave it 28 points. I think. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bullshit.
0: Also, Also, the song Pandemics Epidemic, it's not a pandemic. It's an epidemic. No,
1: it came up on my screen as pandemic.
0: Oh, okay. It's definitely e- epidemic. On, on the Spotify. Yeah, Spotify's wrong. Is it? Oh, it? said.
1: Well, if I had, if the controller wasn't on the other side of the room right now and me connected up to the laptop, yeah. I would. Prove you wrong. Yeah. Um. Just for my ego, but I won't. Because okay. I'm lazy. Um. <laughs> yeah. So if. Yeah. You so not can a fan. Count,
0: not a fan
1: um okay no look i, I probably could have been but I, I got to admit that the to see the controversy which i know they follow every metal band like yeah. i'm not stupid god i, I mean... do know this and i also know that that metal is a lot about satire and tongue in cheek hmm. But then I remembered what you did to me in episode one, mm. and my little promise last week of to give it three stars, and I'm like weighing it up in my hands. I'm like, hang on a second, he's trying to make me look
0: bad. <laughs> I don't I'm I, not that stupid. I don't have to try.
1: You don't, you don't have to try. <laughs> I, don't have I will to try. do just that. Let it, I,
0: in... I just let it go. Yeah.
1: Well, if if, if I uh, don't don't put this in, it's probably going to get accused of being a racist but if I was uh, an American Indian my name would be uh little foot in mouth
2: mm. basically
1: so um mm, we can leave that in which is something yeah never, <laughs> never repeat that joke please it's not, it's, <laughs> it's a shame we have to cut that one it's out that's not, not a hateful joke at all again like but you know what people are like yes Everyone's, it brings up this point that is something that I I think about lots lately about people being offended by things. Mm. I I don't know if it's that they're necessarily offended by it. It's that they're afraid to be offended. It's like being offended by something is the worst thing that they just they can't handle that. Mm. And we're in that times at the moment, so. It- I mean, the fact that they've lasted so long Hmm. and they're so massively popular and clearly it's just, it's obviously there's a miscommunication there. They clearly do like the darker things in life. Oh, yeah. Or they would be a fucking jazz band for crying out loud. that's true. So, you know, I'm not not stupid enough in that. But, yeah, to to read that straight away after my first listen, I was Mm. like,
0: damn it, he got me again. (laughs) It's... I'd actually forgotten because it's just so ridiculous, and being I'd completely forgotten about the controversy of this album because you know, growing up a metal fan, I lived through the PMRC in in the US, and Judas Priest were in court and they were being sued for you know causing the the suicide death of of one guy and and, yeah. his, and his friend, and and it's just you know, and it's the whole. Back masking, playing your shit backwards and finding, you know, devil's lyrics. It's just so, that kind of shit just washes over me because it's just so ridiculous. The same
1: people who burnt Harry Potter books.
0: Yeah, same thing. You know, and it's like, he, seriously, yeah. guy. And this was, and Slayer would kind of, they weren't going to hide anything. They were essentially, you know, Kerry King, the, the lead guitarist, and he does a, a lot of the lyrics and music. And he's just like, we're just going to Atheist. do a big fuck you. It's like yeah. you yeah, fuck yeah. you. No no we don't worship the devil, but if you want to believe it, fuck you. I'm going to write a song about a song about Satan or or 10 songs about Satan. Um you know, they're That's not That's the
1: thing about atheism. You can't not believe in God without not believing in Satan. Yeah. Full stop.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Full stop because they both exist on the same coin.
0: It's the same thing.
1: Goodness
0: yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> So yeah so it that wasn't I wasn't throwing that in there uh, because oh here's a, here's a shit ton of controversy from a you know a bunch of people that just don't get it it was yeah yeah and they're not they, they're clearly not <laughs> I mean Lemmy from Motörhead used to he collected Nazi memorabilia and World War 2 memorabilia oh, really? not because he was a nazi because he was actually really interested Fascinated in by it fascinating in war history and this sort of thing and these and these guys are the same it's just like yeah okay yeah necrophobic they're not they don't want to you know sleep with corpses or anything that i know of so yeah but it's well apparently that was my last gig not theirs yeah (laughs) don't you love a starfish anyway um yeah so no i wasn't i wasn't trolling you with with the content, right. I genuinely this is. If someone says to me, "What's the greatest metal album ever made?", I will say, "Slay, raining blood every day." Really yep. cool. Yep.
1: Yeah, no. I look, I I'm, like I'm just partly teasing.
0: And it's only it's, and it's only twenty eight minutes long, so you without the bonus tracks. It's um yeah it's 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 oh, short really? and sharp.
1: Why, why did it feel like two months? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: look, uh,
1: I, I I did did. Enjoy the music, again, like, it's, mm. it's been the same with a lot of them where the music itself, So uh, I think, um, the guitar was a lot better than the drums, although, oh, obviously they're clearly talented, but no, in yeah. terms of, uh, what I could hear, mm. like, where I could get some rhythm or some melody out of it, yeah. there wasn't so much in the drums as... As there is maybe other bands like Caligula's Horse, yeah. Josh Griffin's whatever his name is. I still I don't know if it's Griffin or Griffith I don't know, so I'm just going to say Griffin's, and, and and then one day someone's going to correct me, they will. and I'm still going to say Griffin's because it's funny. Yeah. Um You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, Whereas the guitar, there was like I there was some delicious licks in there. I, mm. I,
2: yeah.
1: I, I'm not a uh, I'm not totally ignorant to eighties metal because mm. I grew up with that era. Um, although when my brother was here the other day, I asked him if he listened to Slayer. Um, and it was very awkward cause I had a conversation with my brother, which doesn't happen very often, but we did about music, which then got hey. onto Eminem. And then my dad turned around and showed him a video of me performing Eminem on stage. And I'm like, guys don't like mm. that was a practical joke. You don't get up and do Eminem in front of a bunch of 70, 80-year-olds because you're serious about it. <laughs> you know, I was clearly trolling you all. I was dressed up in a ner- as a nerd with a fucking bow tie on. Why are you showing my brother now? It was four years ago. But anyways, uh, he said no and mm. then questioned me why, to which I acted coy and like, oh, just, you know just got to do something for work and i have to listen to a slayer album i didn't, <laughs> didn't say what i didn't say where or why or how um just
0: just leave it a, there. I, yeah. I didn't
1: yeah i i because I, I i didn't recognize any of their songs or no the names of the yeah. songs or anything so they obviously weren't in our 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 repertoire back then when we were no. kids no I, I, I... he was a teenager and yeah, I can't. I can't,
0: I can't. I can't see any of these songs ever being played on FM rock radio, ever. You know, oh no. And and certainly, and you know, they're not a singles band. They don't do, they don't do singles. So, although, yeah, most of their songs, the longest one's for nearly five minutes long, which is "Angel of Death," and the rest of them barely break the three minute mark. So you know, it's it's over, pretty pretty quickly. Was it? Maybe it's just because I had it on repeat that it, it just all sounded like... <laughs> I just sounded... <laughs> there's not, they're not a melodic band, so there's not a lot of no. groove of, you know, no, you I get some got that. <laughs> real groove metal and some melody and, and that sort of thing. But, um yeah, yeah.
1: You're going to get some dark stories mm. and stuff, which I'm I'm completely not adverse to. If anyone's read the Toniston Tales... Mm. Uh, why Mm. firstly no i'm kidding go and read the (laughs) time it It is dark yeah it's dark it's it's i'm not going to say what it's about it's he's an anti-hero he's not a hero um you know he's not a very likable character when you meet him the story is dark the message is is dark but it's also something we should all be living by Hmm. um all of us except when it comes to spiders but i won't go there yeah um because i don't want to spoil it for anybody uh, you know, but there are things like Jojo Rabbit that exist. The Inglorious Bastards exist, yeah. and and uh, Christ- Christoph know. Waltz has some funny lines in that movie. You yes. find yourself as an audience member laughing at at him, and he is charismatic in that part. He, mm. he, he's evil. He's fucking dickwad in it, but he is charismatic, and I mean. Don't need to go into to any of the history of the Nazis. We we all get reminded all of it yep. every single time. There's a Twitter fight, <laughs> uh, but also look at something like Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, you know, and yep. uh, look, there was a, a UK sitcom, Hail, Honey, I'm Home, which wow. was about um, Adolf Hitler moved in. Adolf and and Eva Braun moved in next door to a Jewish couple. Oh, nice. Oh, it lasted one
0: episode Mm. maybe
1: two Mm. um the concept the fact that somebody would do that Mm. to me is Mm. hilarious because what's wrong with you (laughs)
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah what what did you think would happen
0: yeah yeah
1: when you went to the uh, when you put that on air and to think about it do you know how tv gets made (laughs) you know it, it doesn't just appear on our screens. That show wasn't just birthed that morning. They had there was a, a vetting process mm. a casting process. Mm. There was a, a writer's room. Mm. What the hell?
0: The pitch. That to me you know, is hilarious. Right yeah, the from pitch. the pitch oh is Oh my god. Oh Hitler and Overbronn moved next to the nice Jewish couple and and someone <laughs> went and me? someone literally went, tell me more. Oh, I god. wanna know where the story goes. <laughs> it goes to one that, that season
1: that to me is hilarious mm. yeah it went yeah, it went to oh. one episode for oh, episode. I, i'm pretty certain there's
0: an ama- um. there's an amazing book i read called look who's back and it's a it's obviously satirical and i can't remember who who wrote it because i just pulled it off the top of my head and it's about hitler actually comes to move through time into present day and he just lands in um munich or berlin or somewhere and he's in present day and he has no freaking idea what's going on and he ends up being um <laughs> he ends up on the tv and he's a big star and he's still being him and it's a it's oh it's an incredibly amazing satirical book um i thought it was, i i laughed out loud i thought it was great i think it was is, made is into this a remake
1: movie. of um Was it? it, Was that inspired by Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court by Mark Twain,
0: Uh, by any chance? uh, I don't know because I haven't read that one. Because it
1: kind of sounds like it. Okay. A a reverse premise. Well, what was that? Um, Just Visiting with Jean Reno and I think maybe Chris Rock or somebody. Okay. Yeah. No. Don't. Let's not go there. Let's not go down that rabbit um, hole.
0: It bombed for a reason. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But. (laughs) Oh look, I, I watched yep. um, Jojo Rabbit recently, yeah, and, and that's I, I loved it. I went I to cried.
0: The, I went to the movies. Yeah,
1: beautiful movie. I get that. Controversy, uh, controversy, yep. controversial.
0: Yeah,
1: obviously. Um, and and look, just people. What What's happening today is that context is gone, mm. and that's the problem. Yep. because art has context. Full stop. So. And that's where when a lot of these book burnings happen and CD burnings happen mm. because people ignore the context of something mm. and they take it as a straight-up message. You, when you do get kids, even myself, who, who will watch a show like Buffy and get the morals from it and live by that moral mm. sort of mm. thing. You know what I mean? Like You do get kids who will listen to music nonstop and, and live by that message. Yes, that's, that's going to happen. But that doesn't mean that all art has to be muted. Mm. Oh, God, no. You know, no, and that, yeah. that's not to say I, I condone any sort of, you know, things that are, are probably we shouldn't be doing. You know, don't put out a fucking song celebrating a pedophile or some crap. I don't want to fucking hear that shit. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I, I probably wouldn't stand by your right to do it because I, I, I would be worried about... What, what the intention of that artist is, especially mm. nowadays in that art is becoming activism. Mm. And, you know, that's, that's all good as well, but art on its own is activism.
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You don't need to add the activism on top of that and make artivism because you're just then hammering the audience over the head. Mm. So um, I do respect... Any musicians and, and artists or whoever that that will tell their stories, but in an unapologetic apologetic way. Yeah, because that's so. Therefore, um, yeah, You know, obviously there is a line. There is a line with everything, but that mm. line is getting lower and lower and lower uh, as the days go on, and that's mm. quite sad
0: to me. Yeah, um, I, I don't think. But I don't think the Kerry King. Or Tom I from Slayer would ever apologise for anything they've ever done. Um, well, no, and I, I don't think any artist should. No, no, unless I mean, I'm not unless you know they did something really shitty. Uh,
1: and I oh, oh oh oh, guess what? I put on a, Sl- a Slayer music video. Ah, okay. And the first person I saw, I hmm. pointed at the screen and went, "It's Frogurt from okay. Lost, right? Who right. was?" Well, his name was Neil. Okay. But for the first few seasons, he was mentioned as being, you know, just Froget. Like, Froget did this or whatnot. We never actually saw him. And then it ended up being Sean Whalen in like season four or five or something okay. when he was finally in the main show. He'd only done a, a web, you know, missing pieces or something like that hmm. until then. Right. So he was a running character, like a running gag in the show for a couple of seasons before we actually saw him. And then he got killed off when he, okay. he got a flaming arrow in his chest or whatever. Oh. Um, but he was the... He, I watched the, the video for Repentless.
0: Right. right? Oh, that's and, a new one. Yeah, that's a new one. Yep. Yeah.
1: And he was... He's the nerdy security guard at the very start of it, right? That's
0: a pretty brutal and then video. I saw, yeah.
1: Yep. It is. Uh, yep. Danny Trejo and uh, yep. Derek Mears. That's great. And Tyler Kane, who was, um, uh, I think, Beast in, or Sabretooth in... Um, yeah, Sabretooth, sorry, not Beast, in, in X-Men, the first film, mm-hmm. uh, and then got, got replaced. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. But, so I was like, I was recognising all these actors and stuff, and then I, I read the thing down, and I, I looked and I saw. oh, God, I was right about that. I, I really need a love life. <laughs> um, but it was quite a brutal video. Um, yes. And we have... Six degrees of Anthony Stewart Head, because okay. that video was directed by B J. McDonald, mm. who did the camera work for Age of Ultron, directed by Joss Whedon, who yep. of course created Buffy. Buffy. Uh, there so that's we go. not even six degrees. That's not like even two degrees mm. of Anthony Stewart Head. Mm. So pat on the back to me for that one. Well done. Um Because when I read, you know, video directed by B J. McDonald, my my first instinct for any filmmaker is to look at their previous work or, hmm. you know, to, to look at their body of work. Yeah. Um, I don't follow actors to TV shows or movies or what. No, I follow filmmakers and writers and stuff. That's, that's where my interest lies. I, I do love some actors, of course, but I'm not going to watch a show just because Sarah Michelle Gellar is on it. Yeah. But I'm going to watch a show because of the pedigree of the writers and the producers and hmm. the, the directors is there. Uh, if she's in it, that's just a bonus. Yeah, so that was. um, I was quite impressed to to find straight away, Age of Ultron. Like, hey, I don't have to go looking. Look at that! There it is. I don't have to. Yeah. Mm. Um, So I watched a couple of their videos. They were they were quite brutal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. They they
1: they pretty much. I I, I did enjoy the the sound Mm. of the music.
0: Okay. As I say. Well, I don't want you to love it. What's the point? This podcast will just fall in the heap. We'll just turn into a fucking love fest. So yeah. So you know.
1: people at home listening, don't don't get too excited. <laughs> when 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 we do like an album, get excited then because a miracle happened.
0: A miracle has happened. Well, it's happened once. So.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's. This is the game. Mm. <clears throat> and I'm, yep. I'm pretty certain I will have it will happen again. Uh, it's, when it comes to their, their Nazi accusations and all that, look, obviously there are people who read too much into things. I know this. I see it daily. I see it daily from both sides, the left wing and the right wing. It drives me nuts. You know, And it really boils down to that point of, look, We can use Michael Jackson as a, an example here. Hmm. By listening to Michael Jackson's music, are you condoning the accusations that he was given? or that were made about him
2: mm.
1: you know, and, and we are as a society very deep into this conversation right now but the problem I have with it is there is not a discussion it is a one way street it is one side coming down and saying blah 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 and then the other sides doing their opposite direction in their faces and they're just clashing because it's all just every issue is being treated as a battle it's yeah. not being treated yep. as a conversation mm. Which relates to the prom, mm. because when I watched the movie the other night, I saw that. I had I had a reaction to it, uh, and that I said out loud to nobody the part James Corden was born to play. Okay. Only to then go online and see that some Australian critic in uh, quotation marks. I'm sorry, if you are using your position as a movie critic, uh, critic. I did it again uh, to as a movie critic to enhance your politics, get another job. Mm. I don't want to hear about your politics when I want to learn about a fucking film for one thing. And I say this as a member of the LGBT community who sits here with injuries from the past 20 years. So I, I didn't get by easily like some of the kids today might be like some of the kids today who are complaining about James Corden being cast in this film right um mm-hmm. the problem here is that we have the left wing now saying i'm going to boycott this movie because it's homophobic and we have the right wing claiming they don't want gay shit rubbed in their faces mm. but on that firstly does gay shit smell better than <laughs> than straight shit and how can you tell <clears throat> is it rainbow is it glittery mm. secondly it's not that gay shit is being rubbed in anybody's faces that upsets them. It's the feeling that that power being stripped away, right? That power that they cannot, cannot any longer say to somebody, you're no lad welcome in here because you're gay. Mm. That power is being taken away from them. So, of course... It is human nature for someone to react like that. I mean, look at this year. We've asked people to wear a fucking mask, and what have they acted like? Their liberty's been given up. Oh. Shut the fuck up. <sighs> I've lost two aunts to this coronavirus, and I have to sit there and watch you guys fight about fucking masks? Seriously. Yep. Anyways. um, And in the end, how can you really tell bigoted shit? I mean, sure, you're going to find it stinking up a fucking closet. But in the end, it's going to be those who tell somebody you can't do that because you're a particular thing. Mm. So to both sides, I say shut the fuck up. The prom, excellent movie now on to you gareth that's my rant yeah. over and i really do hope you leave all that in there okay <laughs> but i know you your reputation's on the line oh, just as much as mine
0: I don't, it's a it's a podcast <laughs> i don't care it's not but
1: i i do say that as a member of their community um, I'm a member down. that they're fighting yep. for someone who was picked on at school yep. somebody who as a 12 year old sat there going i cannot wait to one day play the phantom of the opera mm. and to think now as a 35 year old I'm going to have someone turn to me and say you can't play the Phantom because you're straight mm. wow what are you fighting for then what the fuck are you fighting for oh. if not for those little 12 year old kids who were getting beaten up and would escape into the theatre and you yeah. want to say there's no representation what the fuck was Sal Mineo what the fuck was Rock Hudson mm. what the fuck was all these other, a tab hunter the reputation has always been there They might not have always been front and centre in the media because, yeah, society was like that, but actors have always been gay. Mm. And if you want to see yourself in something, right, you want to see yourself in a movie, you want authenticity, turn off your fucking TV and look in your reflection. I want to see actors, I want to see actors change themselves from movie to movie. Mm. Anyways, sorry, it's... To, just between me and you it, it's really really upset me this whole thing
0: oh, okay. because
1: i do i think about that kid that i was yep and the people who would tell me that i couldn't do shit because i was gay mm. yep yep and now i still get it now and i have to hear him get it when he was brilliant oh my god anyways sorry <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> something got in
0: here yeah okay on that note, Gareth, what
1: did On, you
0: think of The Prom? Um, what did I? Well, when I first saw the cover of The Prom, I thought, yep, it's a Broadway musical. <laughs> I've been waiting. It's a big, I've big, been <laughs> <laughs> it's a big fucking Real purple cover it. with some sparkles, and it's it couldn't be more gay, could it? It was just so sparkly, no. wonderful. Um, I had, again, I had no idea what this was about. I'd never heard of it. Um, I know you watched the movie because I saw you tweet about it. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, I, that's good. That's I, great. The, the, I'm the probably... Look, I'm test. probably going to watch the movie. Um, I might grab one of my kids and we, we can watch it together. And that way I can, you know, share it or something. But it's in a... It's yeah. when a I, tear. When I first... Listen to this and I I did no research into it and I was just listening to it and I thought why the hell are we still telling this story? None of this, this is, this is, this is 2020. Why are we still making stuff about people just wanting to be themselves? I know, right? Yeah. And then I did some research and it didn't take a lot of research and all of a sudden, lo and behold, this damn story is only 10 years old and this is based on a true story so yep i'm like then i said I fuck you aaron <laughs> fuck you because i really dislike the first two songs and now you've just you have
1: to buy me dinner first yeah,
0: and you've just dropped this thing this story on me that i that i can't hate yeah. and i didn't and the song just breathe that's a tearjerker. That hits you right in the feels. The next one, dance. Well, it wasn't the next one, but dance with you. That just slayed me. I was over. I'm done. I don't. Even, I don't want to hear the end of this. I'm done. I'm just. I'm just sitting there, and my heart's just hurting. And and it's just you know, it's just a kid going. I just want to take my girlfriend to the prom. I just want to dance with who I want to dance with. I want to be who I want to be, you know? And it's a really, it's a great, look, it's a great story. And like I said, it's really sad that it still has to be told. And there's not a better way to say, to tell the story than with a, with a fucking musical because, you know,
1: a a musical comedy at that, because it is, and there are the four leads that are
0: heightened. There is some, there is some genuinely funny stuff in there. There's, um, there's some stuff that I just I didn't you have get. To help
1: that little lesbian.
0: That was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the the big Hollywood um, Broadway star, who's um, you know who's, who's kind of finds out about it, and, and that's D ch- 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 D Allen. Well,
1: technically, I, yeah, um, Okay, I, I think it's um, Nicole Kidman's character, the other one, who's a chorus girl. Right. So there's okay. To, to to you've done it again. Every episode, there's yeah. not been one yet that you haven't skipped to the end of a, a story. No, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I was. The, the show is about the prom. Yeah, right, and about this this young girl who wants to take her girlfriend to the prom. However, it's being told through the eyes through the crazy eyes, mm. let's just say, of four Broadway washups. Right. We have um, Dee Dee and Barry, who mm. are in the movie uh, Meryl Streep, who's fantastic. Uh, she's she's been getting better in her musical roles, thank God, because um, if she is insisting on doing them, at least please get better at it. Mm. Uh, she was fantastic though. She's the she played Eleanor Roosevelt in a musical at the very start, so I won't say what happens there. Uh, alongside Barry, played by James Corden, in the movie, and Brooks ah. Ashkamans, okay. yep. Um, Dede was played by Beth Leval. I think that's how you pronounce the name, or lethal. Um So it's it's hard, but, but yeah, our listeners are probably more likely to know the movie. Actors yeah, okay. Than they are yeah. the Broadway ones. Well, I, I seen, guess I haven't seen the, the movie. It's
0: not it's not the it's okay. not at the movies. All right, it's 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 it's, it's on it's, Netflix. It is it's on Netflix. Very
1: yeah. very gay. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> very gay, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah. I had three meals of KFC during that movie three separate meals three okay, days in a row all right that's how much i enjoyed it um okay right. i didn't
0: so i th- didn't they... know gay kfc GFC, sorry freudian slip i didn't know kfc was a um a, a measure of gayness
1: oh no 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 it's it's for me it's a measure of how much i want to watch
0: something right okay
1: right so if i'm really excited about seeing something i'm going to get my favorite foods
0: okay all right? And
1: I'll stack up on it and
0: freeze it like uh, fried chicken <laughs> and put it in the freezer.
1: Right, mm. Shut up! No! Stop
0: hey, I'm not, so ju- I'm not judging frozen fried chicken at all. I love fried chicken. But anyways, anyway. about this movie, right? So yes. they,
1: they, these two Broadway leads, plus there's Nicole Kidman's character, whose name's escaped me now. Um, she is a chorus girl who's always wanted to be in the lead okay. in Chicago, but she just never gets a chance. And then there's Andrew Reynolds' character, who he was in the original Book of Mormon.
0: Okay. Right? Yeah, uh, and
1: that. he um, he is a bartender and a Juilliard ga- uh, graduate that really has no career going. So the mm. four of them find out about this young girl and think to themselves, well, how can we revive our careers? Uh... Oh, I know. Let's go save this girl. And that's why they're like, let's go help this little lesbian. Hence... It's, and they travel...
0: Yeah. And that's... Yeah. Hence it the song, It's Not About Me. It's about... Yep. And they go, what's her name? Emma. Yeah. yeah. It's about Emma. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, they, is, they are caricatures. Funny. Which yes. is
1: this controversy that's going around about it. And think about it. You've got a movie that's pretty much an entirely LGBT mm. uh, production team. Mm-hmm. Right, so directors and writers and composers and, and yeah. choreographers and blah, 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 right? And probably even more on set. You've got a message about LGBT. You've got a message about acceptance and being yourself and who cares what someone is. Just let them do what they want to do.
0: Yeah. They're not hurting anyone. Yeah, let them... Don't, uh, is it
1: just me or is that message uh, being
0: lost? It is. Um, I'm. I with get, this controversy. I I get there's gay actors out there and there's trans actors out there and and they need work and they need jobs my i i'm like you're an actor act if you're the best person uh, yes. for this role just act the shit out of it
1: exactly you know exactly i i do not want to see gay actors play gay roles only no because that's not fucking that's acting. an insult yeah, that is like, putting well, you people can... in a box. That's it, it goes against a a two, three, four, five, six thousand year tradition of acting, mm. of what people do, or however old it is. I don't know when acting started. I probably should know that. Um, being team musical, uh, yeah. Mm. Like I don't I don't want to see that.
0: I, mm. And 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 here's the thing about this musical. It is so self aware. It's not funny, and it yeah. is yeah clearly tongue in cheek it is so clearly tongue in cheek and there's some it's this huge parodies being played and then it's you know and there's some really serious beautiful parts in it but it's not you know it's not being camp for the sake of being camp it's it's campy because that's what it is and it knows it's camp as shit so yeah. you know it's it's like
1: and, and it's a funny you say that because um, that review that sparked up this whole controversy mentions campness, mm. right? That um, by James Corden portraying the role as camp, mm. uh, he has set us back 10 years or some bullshit like that. Now, you <laughs> didn't hear James Corden, did you? Huh. You heard Brooks, and yep. what was he in that role? Yeah. What was Barry? Camp as a oh, yeah. row of tents. Oh yeah. At the end of the day. I yep. can turn it on every now and then when I get excited about something. <laughs> I look at, at what we're campaigning for. Yeah. We're campaigning for people to be themselves, to be as flamboyant as they want to be, to be as a non binary or whatever. Yep. To break down those gender barriers. Mm. So why then is it a problem that one character out of how many yep. is camp? Yeah, that's to Benjamin Lee. I say go fuck
0: yourself. Benjamin
1: Lee, get another job. Don't Seriously,
0: I don't think I know Benjamin Lee. Oh,
1: anyway. I I don't know him, and I don't like him no, already. I don't. I don't because think people I'll like him are setting us back ten years.
0: Yeah. Plain yeah.
1: and simply, and I as I say, I say that as a gay man who sits here with injuries mm. that affect my daily life.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: I don't get to, to to hold my my chest out. My shoulders back and and put my chin up. It hurts. Mm. It rips pain through my body. Yeah. Because of someone kicking me, calling me a faggot. Yeah. Doing a wrestling move on me that hospitalised me. Mm. So mm. you know, people like yep. him. If if you if you want to sit there and say that you are campaigning for people like me, I don't want you to. Yeah. I, I want people like James Corden to flourish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um. Sorry. Yeah. No. I'm no. I. I yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Fuck that guy. Uh, that, it that's has, okay. Every, it has
1: everything genuinely upset me.
0: Yeah. Everything that uh, whoever that dickhead is that found about the movie, and I haven't seen the movie, and and I am going to watch it. Yeah. This musical just it abs it it nails it. There's song. Love thy neighbor is so delicious on, and you've got. The the conservative Christians in and you know it's based in Indiana. It actually happened in Mississippi. It doesn't really fucking matter where it is. It could be in yeah. Queensland or Perth. Hey, I, I I live in suburban Melbourne. Right. I went to high school
1: where that happened to me. Yeah. That was ten minutes from the city. Mm. So this whole small town, small mind business mm. is bullshit. Oh no. It is what yeah. people will say to make themselves feel better about themselves. Mm. But they
0: yeah. are no better than anyone else. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. There's. <laughs> the I random. mean. This is the thing. This. This. There is. No one is safe in this musical. So it's not. You know. Whereas the the conservative Christians are getting ripped about it. The, you know, the um as you say the washed up stars. And they're, you know, they're trying to, they're doing it for their own agenda. And it, right in the middle of it is is just this little gay girl who just wants to be herself, and that's all. All yeah. she wants and, to and do is, is those
1: go- two are parodies. Emma and Alyssa no, are parodies. That's, that's the thing.
0: It's actually quite jarring when you and and I found this jarring when you go from a song like "It's Not About Me," which is hilarious, and then you go into dance with you which is so sweet and so heartfelt and there's nothing yeah there's there's nothing funny about it it's just it's just this beautiful sentiment that you know and um and then it goes into the acceptance song which is a completely over the top you know they, they've got the whole ensemble and they, they they just it's it it actually i i gotta tell you i listened to this a lot of times, many, many times. Yeah. And I I think I had to kind of find the tone of it because it's it sort of, it, it's a little bit jarring. It kind of threw me around because I'm, originally when I first started writing some notes down, I was like, this, this fucking thing doesn't know what it wants to be. Is it, is it funny? Is it blah, blah, blah. And then I started to get it. And I went, okay, no, this is they're, they're telling the story exactly, I think how it should how it should be told, and you know, and then there's Alyssa Green, who's the I, I'm I'm guessing she's the popular girl from you know from the small well, town, and she's a cheerleader, yeah, and she's, she's like a cheerleader, so she's got all these uh, expectations of her of what she should be because she's the yeah. you know, and that comes down from her mom and and you know and all that sort of thing. So there's all these kids who just want to be kids and just go to the prom, and they just want to be yep. themselves, and everyone else is telling them it's it's pretty amazing.
1: Well, I'm, I'm very impressed. <laughs> I am. I, it's I, a, I mean, it, I, I knew you'd, you'd at least find the story cute, yeah. but I didn't think you would enjoy it that much. Yeah, the I music's look, very 80s. The
0: music's very 80s, and it did, yeah, you know, I, 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 don't I, don't struggle, like I struggle with some of it because it's not my genre um, no. at all. Oh, obviously. But if, but i sort of, you know, if you scratch back at that and look at the story of it and how they've told it, not even that, you know, big chorus lines are not my thing, but how they've told the story. This is such when I say it's such a self-aware musical. It knows what it's doing and it knows it's fucking jazz hands and it's campy and and it knows yeah. all that and That's it doesn't so, yeah. pretend when you not have to shaky be
1: shaky hands. Yeah. When you have shaky hands, give them some jazz hands. It's literally a lyric bit, in the in the song, of, so you're, you're absolutely right. Of it, yeah. it, there's so much um, jazz hands and and yeah. and, and
0: which is and,
1: and and all that. Yeah, and it's, it's fun. funny.
0: And I think whereas you know, as you say, it's it's quite an '80s kind of musical. Whereas in the '80s, your jazz hands were, you know, this this is what it was. And, and um, we're we're a seriously camp kind of musical. This is, it is taking the piss out of itself, but at, but at the same time getting you know really getting the story across. So I'm going to watch the movie. So I don't I don't oh, good. you know oh, the, I don't the cast are great. I,
1: mean, I can't coming to hear what you thought.
0: I'm struggling with some of the cast and not because of who they play, but just just who they are. So, you know I'm not a, I'm not a huge. Oh
1: they, no, they they really are. Okay, they, I'm they, just gonna... you can tell they're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. And when when cast members are having fun, us at home naturally do. Anyways, mm. it's like two leading romantic leads that have uh, you know charisma together or yeah um, chemistry. That's yep. the I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like we feel it at home. We mm. we root for them at home. Mm. So um, I think and even like Nicole because I think she's Nicole Kidman and mm. she, here she is playing a washed up chorus girl. Mm-hmm. So she's a supporting role under Meryl of yeah. all people, which I know they've done these together before. I, I want to know what Nicole Kidman thought when she first got that script and was told, <laughs> you're a support playing a chorus girl. Yeah. Just to see what her reaction was, whether or not she was like, oh, yeah, cool, I'll, I'll look into that. That'll mm. take the pressure of having to bloody look like a mess or something like that, like mm. she has done in, in a lot of her stuff. and. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying she seeps into her roles. Mm. I I wish she would lay off the Botox.
2: Oh. Because her
1: top lip, a little bit of trouble moving the top lip every now and then. Yeah. But she, you could tell she was having fun. Yeah, that's great. Um, And as I say, it was the the role um, James Corden was born to play. Andrew Mm -hmm. Reynolds is great. Kerry Washington plays the conservative mum, the the head of the PTA. She's fantastic in it Mm. as well. Um, But... How dare she take the part from a white right-wing American Christian mm. actress? Hmm. Hmm. I don't see Kerry Washington going to Trump rallies. So I want authenticity from this movie.
0: Uh, well, well, because Lauren Southern's got a gig on Sky News, so you know.
1: I don't even know who that is. <laughs> That's I don't a even good thing. Care who that yeah, is. I could don't you think care care the who widest? Any of them are the
0: white? Wi- yeah, the widest, most bigoted thing you could find. There she is. Anyway. I think that's that's yeah, amazing well, that Kerry Washington. Kellyanne it. Conway. Yeah. Okay. Kellyanne. There we go. Yeah. Should have well, gone with she's, that. she's
1: she's great in the part. I think she probably could have been a little bit nastier. Mm. She seemed a little bit too, you know. See, I want authenticity. They mm. should have. They should have mm. picked an actual homophobe for that role. Yeah, How but dare they, they
0: not. When they're bigoted with Jesus in their heart, they do it with a smile on their face. So you know, so it's all, it's, all, it's all very sweet. Did you know? I when I
1: was fourteen mm. I ran away from home and joined okay. the Christian church.
0: Jesus. Whoops.
1: And yeah, no pun. No pun. That's who I met. And okay. <laughs> they stood around me and had mm. me coughing into a bucket. Okay. So I would get rid of all the evil spirits, oh. the the homosexual demons. Oh, were you coughing up the gay? Yeah.
0: That's new, I didn't know you could do that. And
1: my lungs have not been the same mm. since. This is probably why my lung collapsed mm. Eight years ago. Yeah. Twice. Not just once. It was twice within three or four months. Yeah. The fact that I'm still sitting here today is is, is a genuine miracle. So Hallelujah. maybe Jesus is inside of me. Thank you, Jesus. Well, he's got to buy me fucking dinner first. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I kid. I kid. I think all the cast were, were fantastic. Um, I But oh, obviously, Kerry could have been a little bit nastier. But, you know, I don't need authenticity. I want to say good acting.
0: With the original Broadway cast there are some seriously good singers in this i mean seriously mm-hmm. these guys were really good and there's some difficult songs to sing in this and they were great that kind of that kind of got me cuz sometimes you know they yeah, i don't know maybe it's just me sometimes i feel like they they kind of just kind of phone it in a little bit but i mean i know not everything's a big number and you you're going to go right the way to the the top of your range but yeah this this well, you cast. We
1: need peaks and valleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This you need those touching But moments.
0: these uh, this cast could sing. All of them could sing. It was yeah, really well done.
1: I, I can't give too much away to our listeners at mm. home, but we may possibly be having a guest coming on very soon, uh, and this guest in particular, mm. uh, she has such an amazing voice and the the power behind it, but then she when she does those delicate, soft mm. notes. You hear the heartbreak in you know? it, yeah, and that's that's what you get from from Broadway singers and, and professional yep. theater performers because they're so used to having to convey that emotion mm. while they're singing, mm. not just in their voice, but in their face, in their body, in everything. Film, they're acting with the eyes, mm. you know. It's a close up half the time, so their their body doing doing whatever. Yep. we don't see yep. it half the time. No, you know the the, the guest worker She she's a master at it, absolutely in terms of that um that power. But then that that soft delicate yep. moment, which you would say, is phoned in, and then I would smash you over the head <laughs> with that phone. Say shut up,
0: whatever.
2: Um,
1: anyway, no, like, yeah, no, I but I I, like, I get what you mean. Yeah, I do get no, what no. you mean. Um, yeah.
0: but it didn't last long on Broadway.
1: Like it didn't even last a full year.
0: That surprises me. That's uh, look I I don't get look when I, I I can't turn around and say that surprised me it was it didn't last forever on Broadway cuz I don't get fucking Cats or any of that other yeah, or <laughs> or fucking Aladdin how the shit was that Well just school?
1: wait till I pick Cats <laughs> Well speaking of Aladdin do mm. you know who who updated the score and put that on the stage no. Chad Begulin and Matthew Skala who wrote the music and lyrics for the
0: prom Oh wow. okay well well done, guys. I so didn't I was, I was I actually didn't... literally about to get to that. And I was... All right. Well done, guys. I didn't fall asleep yeah. during this one. So, well done.
1: Oh, well, there's still the movie. Yeah, go, yeah. There's a chance. I think it's probably too loud to brush. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think there is, considering how loud it is. Um, I would have liked to have seen it at the movies, but mm. on the, uh, well, on I'd the
0: like district. to
1: see it on stage. For on stop. the stage. Yeah.
0: I. Let's do that. Anyway.
1: Yeah, what's your score?
0: Are we out of five? Are we out of five? Yeah, we're going out of five. Five star. It's it's my second five star for the season. Yes.
1: Oh, okay, I'm I'm partly disappointed in myself that well you like You now, know, obviously because I I was meant to torture you, but I'm also very proud of myself oh. that that's two points on the board for Team Musical. Yeah. and
0: like we're still at whoa. we're still at zero for Team Musical. And Metal. I've still
1: got more tricks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, don't give me heartfelt. Yeah. Oh, so don't right, give me look, stories that really are, that are important and that are facing so many so many kids today. Don't give me that shit. Otherwise, you know, I mean, of course, I'm going to give a fuck.
1: Why would you say that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but the music sucked. But yeah, it's five stars. Uh, that's a bit of a surprise. Surprised again.
1: I knew, like, I, look, I, again, if you would. With come from away. If you would turn around and said I hated it, I could have just got you, homophobe. <laughs> I actually have a confession to hmm. make. I didn't give Lindemann's album one out of five. Okay. Would you like to I, know its actual I score? I would like to
0: know the score in English. In English, yeah, just the score. Because I said not, it in German. I know, not the whole thing again. I gave just the three score. out of. <laughs> oh, three out of five. Well, that's a high score.
1: Well, yeah, but it's not exactly a. Like, great, no. that's like, yeah, it was no, good. No, it's...
0: Three and a half, like, it's it was too really more, good. It's too more than I thought you'd give it, so there you go. All right.
1: Yeah, but, like, I still want to fuck with you. Yep. So, as if I was going to tell you what my problem... That's why I kept saying, if you speak German, don't write in, because I didn't want you to know that I actually gave it three. <laughs> but, yeah, and I, look, uh, Slayer got... that. The total score was one. It was one. In the end. <laughs>
0: I thought it was t- I think yeah my mass was terrible i thought I it was think 28 that- so yeah all right school is out what have we got for next week
1: um, okay now this is where we're going to have to because we've got i've got two albums to give you mm-hmm. and you have one album to give me mm. however the second album i'm getting is from our special guest and I don't quite know what it is yet. Yeah, okay. So once I know, I will announce it on the Twitters. Mm. So for your first album, which will hopefully be the Christmas episode, you're going to slip into a pair of in trousers.
0: In trousers, okay.
1: Yeah, it's the first part of the Falsettos trilogy, which I did mention. So we are revisiting William Finn again. Okay,
0: that's the, du- okay, that's the dude that did the, can't remember, the one about the, Falsettos. the dude with a head injury. That guy? I yes. yeah, can't remember what it was called. Yes. I'll have to go back and listen to episode two.
1: Yes, you will. Um, now, this is on... Uh, in Trousers has the line, pass the sugar, please. Mm. I dreamt last night, flew to China. So And possibly, maybe, if we're lucky, our special guest is maybe on that CD. Oh. Ooh,
0: I don't want to give away too well, much. That's pressure. Don't to spoil anything. That's not fair. You can't give me a you can't give me a musical where our guest is on it if I sit there and go, Well that was shit.
1: She's ready. Okay. Trust me. All right. All right. She, she's heard our show. All right. She knows what she's okay. in for. <laughs> I think I'm pretty fair, or but he, sometimes it's or all he, fun. it could be he. Yeah. Right. They know what they're in for. They've listened to our show. he or a she? I don't wanna spoil it, it for anybody. It. Well, okay, let's just say there are four cast members in, in trousers, so it's really it's a <laughs> one in four chance, isn't yep. it? Okay, uh, yeah, for our, our regular episode, yeah. I'm actually going to give you something that I've never seen on stage. Okay. So even though I have been taking turns and next regular episode should be something I have yep. seen on stage, this time I'm going to give you something that I was in. Okay. And that's why I never saw right. it. Right. So when I was 11 years old I went to this audition against 500 other people and I got in don't ask me how I still don't know how I got into any of the shows I got into and lucky for you and the rest of us who get to hear your reaction this show is specifically written for children 18 and under oh
0: good so enjoy it is called Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone, I love that movie.
1: Oh, I, oh no! Well, then that just ruins it. Oh, so you like that movie. I like the movie.
0: Oh, that's not... Oh, uh, that, that is
1: fair, because obviously then I'll get an extra point.
0: <laughs> do, you want, do I want to change to oh, something else I then? I pretend I haven't seen the movie. Oh, I haven't seen the musical. I just saw the movie. It's like well, Sweeney the, Todd. The soundtrack I'm giving you is to the movie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Because I can't, it's, there's not a proper stage musical version. <laughs> They've done it and they did it on West End, but I don't think they released a CD. But the movie album, hmm. and um, Alan Parker died this year, and I was
0: very, very sad by it because of this reason yeah.
1: that he did Bugs in
0: Malone. I haven't seen it for a long time, though. I mean, not since I was probably that age. Oh, okay. Oh, that's all right.
1: Then that was seventy years ago.
0: It was. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you, and it's not a straight out metal album, but it is pretty fucking metal, and it's from one of the baddest mofos on the planet, Body Count Carnivore. Voodoo. (laughs) You already know. That was the. That was yeah. That was. I grew up with Body Count.
1: Voodoo is one song that I. I remember. All right, so you yes. get the new one. No, you get
0: carnival. Um...
1: Okay, that's right that's then, because I haven't listened to it in a long yeah. time. Voodoo was always one song that stuck out in my mind because there was such a, an interesting story being told in yeah. it that was so wacky and, and scary or different. I don't even remember because mm. I was maybe 10, 9 mm. or something mm. um, when I first heard it. Oh. All right,
0: cool. Mm. I'm, I'm down with some body counts. Body count's in the house.
1: Yeah, to remember, I got up in front of 70 and 80-year-olds and Eminem. did Eminem. Well, see,
0: I don't see Ice-T and Eminem on the same planet normally. No, but
1: what I'm saying is that I, I like rap.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, technically, you're giving me... Te- you know, just... I'm giving you something easy and you're
0: giving me something have, should easy. should have gone with another rap album, but that's okay. Yeah, All right, I we're going to throw that something. one out there. That's that's fair. We didn't. Neither of us knew that. You didn't know I knew Bugsy Malone, and I didn't know you knew Body Count. So,
1: we've done it again. Again, every yeah. week we've had some sort of oh, not really Caligula's horse and a slice of Saturday night. No. but most weeks has been some sort of correlation mm. between the two. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, right. some sort of weird thing, and and that continues. And that's weird because I,
0: I, again, that was a last minute. Inclusion. I shuffled around my, my order and went, you need a bit of body count. All right. Uh, I think we've that was the I show. We bored them to death enough. We've got to do some thank yous and some, some goodbyes. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I don't know about our audience, but you've certainly bored me to mm. death. So on that note, a special thank you to Logan and Death in Bloom for letting us use their theme uh, and to Jen for your wonderful Photoshop's. Yes. Uh, To everyone at home, we hope you take it easy and have a happy holidays or Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, or a happy non-religious day, whatever the fuck you want to call it, man. It's the festive season. Just be positive. Let's all be positive. Let's make a note. And and when you see me being negative, smack me across the head and say, Aaron, you were the one that said it. Let's be positive.
0: Have we got anything to plug? Well, I'm going to plug. Come and say hello to me on the Twitters, at NotGareth. Tell me what you love. Tell me what you hate. I don't care either way. Aaron, you've probably got some books, The tonnison Tales. People should buy them and read them and review them on yeah. Amazon.
1: Um, yeah, so buy The Tonneson Tales, listen to Drag Race Debates, follow us on Twitter, Thrash and Treasure. Uh, it's mostly just me tweeting moronic statements. Yes. Uh, so yeah, take care and we shall see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, there's a spider! Ah!